That's uncommon. That's good. No one can take that away from you. What's going on, everybody? It's me, Caesar, and uh, I'm back with another episode of the Thousand Ways Podcast. <clears throat> uh, how was your Monday? It was uh, pretty okay. I mean, Mondays are uh, definitely a, a huge pain in my ass. So, I just want to know how, how your Monday's going. Uh, this episode isn't going to be out until Tuesday. Uh, but uh, I hope you guys had a had a good weekend, good Monday, and uh, a nice start to the week. I definitely wanted to talk about some things that I had... Uh, that I had planned for a while. This is this is one of the the episodes that I was talking about a while back that meant a lot to me. Uh, it's a saying. It's a saying that I heard first. I heard Matt Fraser say it, and then I kind of looked into it a little bit more and, and kind of found out where he heard it from. I'm not 100 percent sure where he heard it from, but I I can only assume. Uh, so no. Uh, please mistake me if, if my facts are wrong uh, or excuse me if my facts are wrong but um, the quote that I heard him say was today I will do what others won't so tomorrow I can do what others can't and if uh, if you don't know who Matt Fraser is or if you don't know if you don't know anything about CrossFit or if you're just tuning in and, and you don't know anything about the podcast welcome and uh Matt Fraser, he is a CrossFit Games champion. What is it? Two times in a row now. Two times in a row. Second place a couple years ago. Dude's a monster. Dude's pretty badass. And uh he's he's definitely a role model. <laughs> I can I can definitely I can definitely say that he's one of those guys that I've been really like looking up to and really following for quite some time. I mean, he has the same kind of background. Olympic weightlifter for a really long time. He has that kind of mindset, you know, talks a there's a bunch of interviews and, and a really good uh FS sports documentary on him. But uh his parents were his parents were Olympians. They went to the Olympics for for I believe it was uh uh figure skating. And and it was it, it's cool to see, you know, his background and, and what he grew up around and it's also it's also one of those things where you know, he spent so much time doing the same sport that I did or that I'm doing now and just learning and seeing how he grew from it and what I can take and what lessons I can learn from him. It's also cool that he's, uh, he, he, he was, he was on the same team, uh, as, as my coach as a sage. So that was, that's pretty cool in a way, in a way he's kind of like my best friend. Matt Fraser is kind of like my best friend, but, uh, I heard it from him, and then I, I I dove a little bit more, and I and I saw that it was actually, um, it was a quote from from Jerry Rice, and Jerry Rice, if if a lot of people don't know, he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver, and uh, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame, twenty ten, and he has the record for most receiving yards all time. I think I wrote it down here. 22,000 yards, 22,895 yards. Don't want to sell the man short, but that's nothing short of incredible. Uh, 
I think he's the only man to break 17,000. I don't think anyone's come close. So that man is in a league of his own. But if if you look at if you look at it from from the perspective of two greats, you know, Matt Fraser and and, and Jerry Rice, you know, today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow I can do what others can't. You know, what does what does that mean to you? What is if I were to ask you that in person, what is that what is that gonna trigger? What 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 are you gonna start thinking about just right away after after I say something like that? Um moving backwards, you know, moving backwards, my one of the one of the things that that I've always kind of prided myself on is is the ability to kind of take things by the horn blindly, even if it meant the possibility of a failure and the possibility of of really screwing the pooch and and not 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 coming not having anything come out of it except <laughs> disappointment. And it's true. I failed a lot. I failed a lot in a lot of the, the stuff that I've attempted and a lot of stuff that I want to do and I'll, I'll continue to fail. But if there's uh if there's one thing that I can, that I can always count on, it's, it's the, the, the painful memory of, of something that happened to me in high school that, uh, that still kind of sticks out to this day. And it's a, it's one of those things where you kind of hear about it. You kind of hear about it and, in you know, every now and then you, you, I don't know if you see it in movies, if you hear about it, I know their podcasts or something, but it's, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where somebody told somebody else that they can't do something. And I know, I know it's, you know, if anyone ever tells you you can't do something, fuck it, just do it. Just do it regardless because you can do it. You just got to trust yourself. And that's true. But in, in, in the context, in, in the context that you hear it in, there's, there's a reason why you want to continue doing it, even though someone said no. Uh, and I know I, I've told this, I've told this story to, I've told this story to a couple people, a couple of some of the closest people that I, that I affiliate with, you know, my, my girlfriend, my parents, my, my team, and, and some of my best friends, not, not everybody, but, uh, <laughs> I guess I guess this is where this is where everyone's gonna hear about it. In in high school, in high school, I was uh, I was part of a leadership group, and the responsibility that I had in that leadership group, I was supposed to take kids under my wing, and I was supposed to help them. I was supposed to help them, kind of, you know, assimilate into into high school. I went to a a really like popular really big high school and it was just I guess it could be pretty daunting for for kids who want to come in and and just make friends and get accustomed to everything because I mean being a freshman in high school I mean being a being newbie anywhere is definitely going to be a huge fucking kick in your ass so yeah my job and the job of a bunch of my a bunch of my partners were to talk to these kids and you know, talk to them and, and let them, you know, let them open up and, and get them comfortable, get them comfortable and being in high school and 
what being in high school meant and if they needed something or if they were lost, if they needed a friend, something, whatever. That that's that's what we were there for. And there was this instructor, and I'm sure if you know if you were friends with me or if you were if you knew me back then in high school and you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna mention any names, but this the 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 person who was in charge of that group was a very passionate human being. Very, very emotional, very passionate about what it was that she was doing. And and eh, I mean that's what she did. That was her pride and joy and regardless of regardless of of who it was, everyone had a job to do and you I can respect that. That's 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 what anything is supposed to do. You're supposed to do your job, you're supposed to do that. And I mean the the biggest the biggest part of the biggest part of what we were supposed to do was to prevent bullying, to to open up and you know, if if this specific instructor was very passionate about the fact that no one was supposed to be uncomfortable, no one was supposed to be bullied and and that's that's a in in a in a perfect world in a perfect world i don't even think you can rule out the fact that bullying would exist i think i think even not like kill yourself type bullying not like you're an ungrateful piece of shit and nothing like drastic but I mean, prodding, prodding and, and poking and that kind of stuff. That's it's commonplace. That's stuff that you need to, to have to have happen. And, you know, no people are going to, there's a lot of people that aren't going to agree with me and that's fine. If you were bullied, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that that affected your life and, and, you know, that you, you have those issues because of it. But in, I think that in order to be a, a, a young adult, a teenager to a young adult to an adult with mental fortitude to move on and, and continue to go and to understand that there's people in this world who don't give a fuck, who aren't going to give a shit who you are, what you do, nothing. They're not going to care about you. And and you have to learn that. And And for you to think that for you to think that life is going to be all sunshine and rainbows and, and no one's allowed to make fun of you or no one's allowed to, to poke and prod at you, that's, that's just not going to happen. It's something that you, it's something that you need to do to, to go through to, to just, to just know who you are. And, and it, you know, and it, it happens. It, it really does happen. But back back to the story. That was the main point. I mean, a lot of a lot of small key points. Make sure no one was alone. No one, no one felt, you know, no one felt out of the group. But but that was that was a big thing for her, especially because time and time again over the course of the year, she would let us know about how often she was picked on and and what happened with her and I get it I get it you want to you want to pass that message on you know we don't want anyone else to experience it but 
again, I'm not here to, I'm not here to say what's right and wrong, but if, if, if you can't take the, the prods and, and gestures of you know, a group of kids, how are you going to, how are you going to deal with a boss who's a dickhead? How are you going to deal with anybody who's a dickhead and, and doesn't let you get your way? There's going to be dickheads in everything. But again, um, she, you know, our, our group was tight knit. There was two groups. There was, there was a class group where you would see the same class members every single day. And there was a group group. The class group was about 30 kids and the group group was about a hundred. And I was fortunate enough to be in that, in that small group. And, and absolutely. I mean, I, I love being in that group. I, I learned a lot from the people that were there. I learned, I, there's a lot of great people in there. Fantastic people who've gone on to do great things. And <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not one of those people yet, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of good friends and a lot of people that, that really cared about me and, and, and I care about them. And, and, and if there was somebody who came off that they cared about us, it was definitely this, this instructor, this teacher, she, she wanted to come off. She came off that like, like we were her children, like we were making a difference. And I, I believed it. There's times where, I mean, there's times in anything, it was a stupid teenager, stupid teenager kid. And I didn't know what I was doing. I did the best that I could. Sometimes I didn't even do the best that I could. I sometimes just scraped by and wasn't the best leader I could be. But it, don't, it isn't until now where I recognize that, that that was the case. That wasn't a priority of mine. And I let it slip. And because I let it slip, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, this, this program is only, is only your junior and senior year. So I was in the program in class for two years. And the closer and closer I got to this teacher, you know, we are best buds. Like we talked a lot. We cared about her. I had a lot of family and personal stuff going on in the back end. And, and she knew about it and she knew about it. And, and, you know, I confided in her. I trusted her and I thought, you know, I thought she was my friend. I thought she was someone that I can trust in no matter what. I mean, that's our job to care for other people. Why wouldn't it be her job to care for, for us in the same kind of way? So fast forward to fast forward to graduation and and at this point at this point I was you know I had left home a couple times I had been kicked out of my house on my 18th birthday I had uh I had you know gotten to some really big arguments arguments with my dad and that led to us not having a relationship at all and it was a really really fucking terrible time in my life like I was constantly depressed towards the end of the year I was just checked out all around like I had senioritis see I had like senioritis on my senioritis in my senioritis it was a senior year was a joke my schedule was a joke and I I barely passed I barely, I mean, I mean, I made it out of, out of school with 3.0, but that was because I tried my first couple of years of high school and it was just a big joke to me and nothing was really serious. And then stuff started getting serious and I really had to figure out my life. Um, one of the things that I've always been involved with, 
was was athletics. So I, I played football throughout high school, and then I got hurt. Uh, I kept getting hurt, kept getting recurring knee injuries, and eventually I just had to quit football my senior year. It was one of the only things that I've ever really quit. Um, you be the judge of whether I quit because it was an injury. I got injured six times, or I quit because I was being a little bitch. But regardless, I stopped, and I have to live with that. I wasn't. I didn't have any prospects. I wasn't getting, you know, I wasn't getting any offers from any schools. I was just an offensive lineman, just some fat little fast boy who just wanted to hit people. And that was it. Um, and then, I, I mean, I did track, I did track and I, I did that kind of stuff and I was okay at it. I went to CIF and I was pretty shit, but that's okay. Uh, and then I, and then I, uh, I, I had been playing baseball before I went into high school, and, and I didn't make the team my freshman year of high school because I didn't go to the summer camp. Uh, I went out to Florida, and I was I was out there for a little bit, and then I came back. I missed summer camp. So when they selected their team, I wasn't part of that process, and then I didn't make it. Played football my freshman year, got pulled up to varsity my sophomore year, and then every single time they had baseball tryouts, I was hurt. My knees were hurt, so I couldn't do anything until finally my senior year. I was like, fuck it. They're about to start their season. I'm going to try out anyway. So I tried out. I didn't get onto the team. I didn't make it. The coach told me if I, asked me if I wanted to be equipment manager. I was like, no, sorry, bud. Uh, I have too much respect for myself for that. And, I mean, maybe it was ego. Maybe it was something. But I wasn't going to carry anybody's equipment I, I wanted to play so if I wasn't going to play that's that's fine but realistically I was never going to play on that team even if I was equipment manager I wasn't going to play on the team so I just didn't want to waste my time so I got a job started working started working at a at a pizza place and started working at a pizza place uh making pizzas and Started eating pizzas and got fat and just got lazy. I was graduated by high school for about, uh, what was it? Six. Graduated in June. My birthday, my 18th birthday was a couple days after that. Graduated in June. I was fat for like six months. And then springtime started coming up where I wanted to, I was just thinking about what I wanted to do. And you know, athletics was always the thing I wanted to do. So this is six months out of high school, not really doing any working out, not, not, not doing anything really. And I decided to go back and, and wanted to play baseball. So I enrolled in a local JC and, and wanted to play uh, baseball for them. And that was a cool idea. I was really invested, really wanted to do it. I quit my old job, um, found a new job that I happen to be at now still. And, uh, and I was going to start playing baseball, doing all the, all the cool stuff. And I moved back into my dad's house after him and I talked and, you know, came to a consensus that we still are cool friends. And, uh, and that was, that was cool. Like things were moving forward. Things were moving forward. And side you know like sidebar I mean I throughout my life I've always been involved with athletics yes but I've always been a cr the creative type like I've always been invested in like drawing and writing for the longest time I wanted to start my own my own clothing company so I want to do all that kind of stuff and I went to 
a really big school where there was a lot of talented kids that went there and they were all doing it and it was just me and I didn't know how to do it. I would just draw my logos and the biggest thing was that clothing company. I was wanting to do that and and uh and and I just draw my logos and think and talk because I didn't know which way to go and I didn't want to ask anybody for help and it wasn't until you know very recently where I learned that asking for help is a good thing so I I I thought about asking for help and dude shout out to my high school my high school counselor Mr. Quisenberry that man without a doubt saved me in high school like the, he kept me grounded. He, a lot of a lot of counselors don't get enough credit. A lot of high school counselors don't get enough credit because they have so many kids. They have so many things that they have to deal with. So much fucking bullshit. And dude, he took the time to to really get to know me, really be my friend, and 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 I trusted him. And and he was, dude. He if there was anybody in high school that that I that I could think he's at the top of the list and there are a handful of teachers that that I can say the same thing about so I, I wanted to ask him for help so I went back I went back to high school I went back to that that high school to go talk to him because he had actually played ball at, at UCLA and and uh, I wanted to to see if he had any contacts that put me in the right place you know what I could do you know who I could talk to Anybody, anything to just get in contact with the right people that I can, so I can start playing. At this point, I had been taking, I think, a couple months of like batting lessons and really wanted to just commit to it. And then after I talked to him in his office for a little bit, he put me in contact with the right people. And then I was just walking and I saw that teacher, the one who ran that leadership program. And she invited me back to her office to go talk to her and we, we sat and we talked and I told her my plan. I told her what happened after high school. I told her how, you know, there's all this stuff going on with, with my family, with my dad, all this stuff that I'm honestly at that moment, throwing a little bit of a pity party for myself because that's life as a teenager, as an 18, 19 year old. And, and that's it. It's everyone else's fault. And it, to an extent, I mean, yeah, I didn't follow through with a lot of things, but yeah, there were a lot of things out of my control, but that's beyond the point. So we sat and we talked, and I told her my plan. I told her everything that happened in high school. I told her what I wanted to do, how I was going to go to school and play baseball. And this is when she looks at me, and she just kind of giggles and nods and, like, shakes her head no, and she's like, why? I'm like, what do you mean why? Like, I just want to, I need something to do. And then... I can remember the words clear as day. And then she goes, she says, <laughs> you do this thing. And I'm like, what thing? She's like, Caesar, you do this thing where you set yourself up. You set yourself up for failure. Like you have these big, big dreams, these huge dreams. You have these, these Caesar dreams. And she said that she says Caesar dreams. And you have these Caesar dreams where you sit and you build them up, you build them up, you build them up, and then you talk about it, you talk about it, you never do it, and then you fail. 
And then when you fail, that's what you really want. You want everyone to feel sorry for you because that's what your goal is. You want everyone's pity. And you want everyone to feel bad for you. And it still, I mean, it still hurts. Like, it still hurts today. And that was three, I graduated in 2015. So that was like springtime 2016, around 2019. So that was like three years ago. That was three years ago. What is that? 365 times three. It's almost 1,100 days, I think. I hope so. <laughs> it's almost 1,100 days. 1,100 days of... of changing my life. Making decisions, working, working through shit. Doing things that I would have never believed that I was possible of. 1,100 days of change from that moment and it still hurts the same exact way like if she said it to me right now just now like it hurts it it hurts my heart and it hurts I don't know I don't I started crying after that I started I started tearing up and I was like please don't make that a thing you know, and here's here's this woman. Here's this 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 grown woman who's uh you know I don't you know in in my heart of hearts I don't want to sound like a piece of shit, but here's this woman who his greatest accomplishment was whose greatest accomplishment was just winning teacher of the year. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because I'm not saying that because I'm angry. I'm saying that because if, you know, if that was her goal and she reached it, perfect. She if she's happy, amazing. If that's what she wanted, amazing. I have I have friends who are teachers. I have friends who are learning to be teachers. And I fucking love that. That's amazing. Good. As long as they're happy, that's all I care about. But here's this woman that, that I trusted, like a mom, telling me that I just fail on purpose. And I'm always going to do that for the rest of my life. And, and and in no way am I am I talking trash on teachers when I say that. I just want to clear that up. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that being a teacher is a bad thing. I'm not saying that if that's your aspiration, that's if that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy. But from my knowledge, from my knowledge of what 
of that woman. She settled for that and, and she took it out on, and it just, it ended up coming out at me. I don't blame her for that. And again, this is just, this is just me just talking it out. This is kind of like my therapy, but if, if she's, if she's unhappy, if she was unhappy in that moment, if she's unhappy with what her life was like at that current moment, I mean, it's, there's no, there's no issue. There's no issue. I mean, she has the right to feel unhappy, but she didn't really have to take it out on, on me. But I'm glad that she did because after crying for a little bit and then going and talking to going to talking going and talking to one of my other f- like favorite teachers and favorite lunch ladies Miss Carrillo and and Adrian oh my gosh those ladies amazing after after going to talk to them and letting them know both of them both of them said that, that wasn't the case both of them said that that wasn't the case and that and that I, and that, that that wasn't that wasn't what was meant for me. So, if anybody has ever told you that you can't do something. Fuck them. If it's your parents, if it's a teacher, if it's a coach, whatever. If if those people say that you can't do something, those are not people that you need to keep around. You know who you do have to keep around? You keep around the people who say that that's not true. You keep around the people who believe in you and tell you that. Yeah, that fucking person's crazy. I don't know what they're talking about. It's been it's been eleven hundred days, man. And that, that shit still stings. Like the fucking slip rib that I have that I've had for years now because of weightlifting. Like it's not I don't I don't feel like it'll ever go away. But some, somehow you have to just bust your ass and, and fucking push through it and fight through it because, because, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, you, you, you know what you're capable of and you know what you have to do. So after that story, after talking about that story and leaving... I ended up sitting and kind of wallowing in it. I didn't play baseball because of it, because I thought that she was right. I just started working, and I started doing nothing. And I did nothing for a while. I was just angry and pissed off and ungrateful. I was just a real... And I'm not mad. I'm not mad at her. 
if anything, I'm thankful for that kind of experience because if I didn't have that kind of experience, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say that happened to me and I wouldn't be able to share it with, with anybody else. I wouldn't be able to share it with, with, with whoever's listening. It happened to me. It happened to me. So it doesn't have to happen to you. It happened to me. So, so you, so you can see that. Yeah, this shit's going to hurt, man. It's just going to stick with you for the rest of your life. But regardless of, regardless of, of, of circumstance, regardless of how many times you fail and you quit something, because that's what she was getting at. She, she, after it, she said, you quit your clothing company and I never quit. It's all still in my head. It's all, I still draw those fucking things today. I've just been waiting for the right opportunity. And, you know, what's funny is that sometimes the right opportunity never come. Kind of like how this podcast just started. I had to just do it. But that's going to happen. I, I And it doesn't matter when. It, it's going to, like, I'll, I'll make it happen. She told me I quit football. And that was more something out of my hands because I kept getting hurt. She, she asked me to evaluate the kind of leader I was and... And I was not, towards the end, I was not a good one. And I admitted it. And that takes courage to admit that you're not a good one. But she went on and on about a lot of the stuff that I failed at. And she really wanted to drive that point home. That I failed at everything that I tried. But if I didn't do any of that, if I didn't, if I wasn't, okay with trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing where would I be now where would I be now so because that happened I think a lot of what I'm doing now is based off of the it's not based off of me wanting to get back at her and proving her wrong even though that's I would say less than 1% of it A lot of a lot of what I do now is 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 for me to show myself that that's not true. That all this failure, all this stuff, all this shit that I've done and eaten and injuries and blood and time and sacrifice and fear and time time that I've wasted trying to get to this point of something that I something that I'm proud of myself for doing. As far as I have in my weightlifting career, I put out five episodes of a podcast. Three of them are going to be up on YouTube. I mean, the people I've met, the weights I've lifted, the everything. It, it all stems from the fact that that none of that was true. And at the end of the day, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was. It was. If it was her way of getting under my skin to get me to get going I don't think it was but if it was then wow amazing she's a genius I was you just have to get angry with yourself you have to get really pissed off at yourself 
and, and ask yourself, what am I doing? What am I not doing? Today I will do what others won't, so tomorrow I can do what others can't has has two meanings to it. Yes, there's the that one there's a one simple meaning. It's yeah, simply just working hard, just putting in that extra work, you know, doing a couple extra reps, you know, eating a little bit healthier, training a little bit harder, a little bit longer, doing that kind of stuff. But it also means that you have to do the things that others won't. Like, put yourself in positions to fail and learn from it. Not with fail like as intent, but fail as an outcome. Like, it, it's going to happen. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't take risks and, and try to learn from it. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to sit and work for 35, 40 hours a week and then come home and work another 35, 40 hours a week on something that's going to take much longer to, to, to even take off or, or, or make a part of, of their life if they want to. It's possible, but you're going to have to do the things that other people won't. So it's very simple. I mean, yeah, there's two, I mean, the two meanings to it, doing the extra stuff, doing the extra stuff that it's just it's just a given i mean going back to high school one of the things one of the things that that was on our uh was on our football spirit packs was the on the back was it was plus one it was plus one plus one and plus one meant we would do one and go a little bit more and it was to this day my friend my to my two best friends and i just talk shit about it because i mean there's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of shit that you talk with a bunch of friends. And then there's those two or three key friends that you have that you just, you know, they're going to be in your life forever. And a lot of that happened. A lot of the time that we spent together was on the football field where we would just talk shit about how much we hated it out there. And I would never, I would never give those days back. Even though a majority of them I spent were hurt. It was the hottest fuck outside and there was a lot of crying. <laughs> But um, but plus one. I mean, and even after like we've been graduated for four years, and we'll go to the gym or we'll train together, and those fucking idiots. Well, we'll all just say it like fucking idiots. Like plus one, we're doing an extra squat. Plus one, and it's just the funniest thing because it's regardless, it's true. But yeah, plus one was the thing that made us better, even though we still lost CIF that year. I'm not bitter about it, but. Plus one is, is one of those things, you know, doing the things today that other people won't. So tomorrow you can do what other people can't. If you, if you have to eat shit, like if you have to sit and work 40 hours a week and then come home and work more, if you have to bust your fucking ass, if you have to work if you have to wake up early, wake up early to train, to read, to do more work, to just do more, you should be grateful. Like you should honestly thank your lucky stars for how much work you have to do because that just means that you're that much you're that much closer than the person who's not doing it. 
That's why today you're going to do the things that that person won't. So in a year, two years, you're going to do the thing that other people can't, that that person can't. And that's better. That's that's much better in every sense of the word. It's it's better for you. It's better for you know your. It's better for your your wife. It's better for your husband. It's better for your parents. It's better for your family. It's better for your kids. It's better for your boss. It's. You I mean you could sit and think about it. Who would not benefit from you putting in a little bit extra? So you, so down the line you could be a little bit happier, just a little bit more proud of what you do and what you've done. I'm proud of how much I've failed in my life. I am, and that's nothing that anyone can ever take away from me. I'm, I'm proud of it. That teacher can never, uh, the teacher will never understand the, the kind of stuff that I had to go through to, to just sit with myself and and think about it now, not back then, but now, all the stuff that I've had to grind out and and and, and figure out on my own. So like I said, I'm not angry. At the end of the day, I'm not angry with her. I mean, I definitely won't talk to her in a in a public setting. And if I, I've almost ran into her at the grocery store and I'd definitely walk the other way. But I don't know. I'm still like it's still it's still one of those things that and I think it'll always be one of those things that just is there. It's a scar. Everyone has a lot of scars. And if you know anything about if you know anything about scars, it's the fact that if you if you reopen one or if you cut alongside of it, if you cut on it, it hurts because it opens up again. You know, I'm I'm constantly on the fringe of I'm constantly on the fringe of not letting my old scars open up and swallow me whole. But you know, you just have to have the willpower to to not let that happen. It's it's really hard and, and everybody Everybody's defined by the decisions that they make and whether you choose to learn from failure or not is is your choice. And I, I think I've done a good job in my life so far to learn from what's happened and, and put me in the right direction, direct me and, and put me in, in, in the spot where I can continue to move forward. There's a there's a good quote that I heard from it was uh Seneca. Seneca, it was uh old Stoic. If a man knows not to which part he sails, no wind is favorable. There's gonna be there's gonna be storms along the way. There's gonna be there's gonna be death and disease on that boat. 
there's going to be a lot of unforeseen shit that happens on that boat on the way to the destination. But if you're suffering, if you're suffering and you don't know which way you're going, all that suffering is worthless. All that suffering is pointless. And I didn't know back then, but all the shit that I had to go through, all the all the failing, all the injuries, all the turmoil and <sighs> It's not a pity party. Everyone has it. Everyone has the shit that in their heart know uh, they know that this stuff has left a scar. This stuff has changed the course of their life. And I didn't know it until now. I didn't know it until now that all that stuff that that happened to me it's all the stuff that happens on on the boat. It's all the stuff that happens on that ship, toward that one destination, to that one port. That one port. But if if I didn't have a direction in which I was going, if I didn't know which port I wanted, all that suffering's for nothing. And and, and I, that's that's probably. I mean, that's probably the case for a lot of people. All this shit is just happening. It's all happening to me. It's all happening to to me. When can I get a fucking break? And, and you might never get a break. And that's the truth. You may never get a break. And it might seem pointless. And it might seem ridiculous. It might seem overwhelming. And you might want to die at some point. Lord knows I have. Lord knows I've been at that point. But for what? For what? What port? Where were you headed? It's always a good time when you sit and you kind of reflect on on, on what's happened in your life. Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of... of Opening up the scars and looking inside and just poking around in the wound a little bit to see if there's any shards of glass that you can still get out. Don't be afraid of the things that have happened. Like you can't you can't sit there and be afraid of the past and you you can't. You you can't change it. You can only you can only move forward. I know a lot of I know a lot of people I know a lot of people who are who are in a shitty situation because they don't know they don't know which which direction they they have to go. They don't have the materials, they don't have the money, they don't have the time, they don't have what they have. They whatever they're missing. You know, I've been guilty of this too. My my family's been guilty of this. My friends, I I'm guilty of it. I I had all this stuff, all all the stuff that's around me, all this equipment, all this kind of stuff was was just sitting here for a couple of years, and and it wasn't, and I didn't take advantage of it. I can almost guarantee you that if I started this two years ago, I'd be 
in a different spot, but that's not the case. And I'm I'm okay with that. And I'm excited as to where this can go. But just because you don't have all of this stuff, just because you don't have a gym, just because you don't have just because you don't have a camera, just because you don't have whatever it is that you are thinking of right now that you don't have, that's why you're not doing something. That's it's not an excuse. You do what you can with what you have. And if you and if you can't if you can't do what you can with what you have, then I guess what you want to do is is not worth it. Because if it was worth it, you would still find a way. You would do what you can. Before, I mean, the before before all of this, I mean, we my friends my friends and I were training at the the local Globo Gym for a little bit, and that was fun. That was a fun time. Again, it's like it's it's just times stuff that you have to go through before before you before you make it to to where you need to be. Because that's what happens. You you get on the right path. You get on the right path. You get you, you find that port you need to go to. Things start happening. You find a current. It takes you all the way there. You stop at little islands. You replenish. You find those those little extra coconuts. You find those things on the on that island that that you can that you can get yourself on that right path. It, it's just my friends and I were working out at at the Globo Gym that EOS fitness and those were fun days there. We almost got into fights with people because we were dropping heavy weights. We were, we had to pay, you know, we had to pay a gym fee to go and we, and train there. And we had to wake up really early in the morning and go really late at night because we didn't want to fight anybody. We had to deal with fucking bud. Fuck that guy. Bud, fuck you, okay? You, you don't even own the gym. Still makes me mad that you came up to me and you were like, hey, you can't drop the weight. Yes, I can. I'm on a platform. Go eat a dick. Those are just things that have to happen. You, you have to just do your best. Do your best. No one can, No one can blame you. No one can talk shit. No one can do anything. And say anything about you if you're doing your best. And especially if you're doing more than that person. If you're doing more than that person today, tomorrow, you will be able to do more than they can. It's it's that simple. That's why that's why that quote means so much to me. I have that tattooed on my body. Like it's on it's on my arm. You can't see it, everybody who's listening. But if you look at the, if you go to the YouTube, you'll you'll definitely see it. Because I'm pulling up my sleeve right now. It's on my arm. <sighs> There's a lot this episode. I enjoy it. Wow. You know, I, it's. I've never I've never gotten it out like that. I've never experience that kind of catharsis, right? Is that the word? Let me look it up real quick. Catharsis. C-A-T-H-A-R-S-I-S. 
the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. Wow, dude, I was, wow, I finally understand what that word means and I use it in the correct form. Amazing. It's cathartic. If, you know, and this podcast isn't huge, it's not even small, it's minuscule, but if if you want to have your own cathartic moment, if, if you want to talk, if you want to say anything, if you want to, if, my line's always open, you can always email me, thousandwayspodcast at gmail.com. You can always message me and, and tell me about your moments. Just tell me about the time a teacher told you you're a fucking piece of shit and, and you're never going to amount to anything. And then tell me all the stuff that you have done just to, just to fuck with them, just to, just to get back at them. Even if it's, even if it is for that petty revenge, whatever, if you, if you need that catharsis, if you need, if you want to get that off your shoulders, if you haven't told anybody, just, you can, you can always email me and, and I, I would love, I would love to talk to people about it. I, I'm, that's that's what this is all about—just growing, and learning, and being, being whole as a person. So, huh? I guess the most important thing is to to do what other people won't today. So tomorrow you can do what other people can't means that you have to do the things that make you different, that make you uncommon, that make you not a common person. Being uncommon is a good thing. Being, being, being uncommon as, as an individual as an artist, as an athlete, as a person, as an employee. That's there that's it. That's all that that's all there really is. If you want to get where you're going, if you wanna if you wanna sell that port, if you wanna sell that port and you know that it's not gonna be easy and you're comfortable with being uncomfortable and you're comfortable with the fact that you might die. You might die on that journey. That's that's an uncommon thought. If you have to wake up early every morning and get your workout in, read a book, get your work in before you go to work, those are uncommon things. Not everyone's going to do that. If you have to work from what? You have to work at you have to work from nine to five, but it takes you a fucking hour and a half to drive down to work. So you have to leave your house early, and then it's gonna take you another hour to get home. And then you get home and you're fucking tired and you're exhausted and you don't want to do anything and you want to watch your shows and you don't wanna you don't want to get off the couch you don't want to help your wife take out the trash you don't want to do any of that. Those are normal. Those are normal behaviors. But if you can do all that 
walk yourself upstairs to your fucking office, to your studio, to whatever it is, to whatever, the garage, the studio, the office, whatever. And you can, you can sit there and put in another four or five hours worth of work in. That's uncommon. That's good. No one can take that away from you. So, yeah, this, this, you know what, this episode was really important to me. I, I, I really am, I'm happy that I got this one out. Um, I mean, I guess you can kind of figure out the theme of, or the way, uh, the cue, what, what today's cue was, but in case you didn't, let me say it again. Uh, today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow I can do what others can't. Like I said, email me. I would love to speak to whoever. I would love to talk to anybody. I love, I love this podcast. It's really one of the first things that I've ever grown from from a little seedling. It's like my little fucking bonsai tree. Little baby bonsai tree. I actually have to get one for the studio. So I'm going to put it right there. Um, thank you guys. Thank you everybody for your downloads. I, it, it means, it means so much to me that so many people are listening to this and, and, and I hope that you guys are enjoying it and I'm going to continue to bust my ass to make more and learn more and be a better person for it. And, and, uh, my camera just died so good thing i was recording on my phone so that's cool uh be uncommon do things that other people won't you're not gonna regret it you're gonna have people who tell you that you can't do something you're gonna have bullies you're gonna have people who try to put you down fucking Try to push you down as far as possible as they can. And you need that shit. You need it. People need that. Because if they didn't, if they didn't have that, who who who's to say who's to say when things get tough? What are you gonna be like? So I appreciate it. Thank you guys for thank you guys for listening. I like I said, I, I really, I really appreciate the opportunity to create this episode. And, uh, I love, I love everybody. I love each and every one of you. Nothing but love from, from me. If, uh, podcast is finally up on, on iTunes. So if, if, and I hate to sound like a, like a beggar, but yeah, if, if you guys like the podcast, if you guys like the podcast, just, five stars leave a comment if you guys hate it five stars leave a leave a comment uh appreciate it and uh yeah i mean i don't know i just kind of i'm really i'm really kind of kind of happy at the end of this episode 
there's a lot of stuff that still needs to happen. There's a lot of stuff that I need to do. <laughs> there's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that I need to do in my life. And, and I know it. And I'm not going to stop doing those things that other people won't. Or, pff, sorry. I'm not going to stop doing the things that other people won't do. Because tomorrow I want to do the things that other people can't do. And that's that's the truest thing about me. That and I love little trees. I grow in little pots. Because bonsai trees are pretty wicked. <laughs> um so thank you. I will I will see you guys again. Um I'm thinking about getting I'm thinking about getting the, the podcast up on Tuesdays and Sundays actually. So Tuesdays or Sunday Tuesdays and Sundays. So it gives me some time to to get some good episodes and, and get some good information beforehand. Um if you would like to follow me on Instagram, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at C with three underscores and Flores. So C C underscore 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 underscore. Oh my gosh. C underscore 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 F L O R E S. And the Thousand Ways Podcast Instagram. Thousand Ways Podcast. Uh the podcast is going to be up on YouTube as well. So you can always click subscribe and, and, uh, turn on some post notifications. So you see when, when I put another one of these up, uh, you can see me in my, my cool shirts and stuff that I wear and, uh, and yeah, reach out to me, whatever way you guys can. I appreciate it. I, I kind of don't want to go. I kind of keep, I kind of want to continue to talk, but I can only, have such a long episode before I start saying the same things. And I think I've been saying the same thing a lot. I love you guys. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you. You'll hear from me on Sunday. What day is that? Sunday. The, my calendar doesn't want to open. I pretty sure. Oh my god. Can I just see the calendar? Today's Monday, President's Day. Uh, Sunday the 24th. I will put another episode out then. And uh, thank you. Thank you to everybody. You guys are making this making this really fun. Have a good night and uh, have a good rest of the week. And uh, I'll check back in on you at the end of this week, and we'll uh, we'll just see how the week went. Thank you, guys.